was going to be the guy with the pen and he didn't do it right and he, he yeah. He cried. He, wait, maybe you sent it to me. You, you good? No, I want to find this goddamn Make thing. Alrighty. Howdy partners, welcome back to another episode of Woody's Roundup, the only podcast based solely on the subconscious analysis of Toy Story films. Today's topic, Mrs. Nesbitt, stress-induced split personality or deep-seated sexual trauma? For me, it definitely brought on sexual opposite trauma, yeah. <laughs> it opened my trauma. eyes to perhaps <laughs> being a hot stay-at-home mum. I reckon she'd be a bit thick too, so I've got a lot of work to do. Aha! Fooled again, peasants. This isn't Woody's Roundup. This is the School for Wayward Nerds, the only podcast to fall short of already low expectations. My name is Terry DePola, and today we are getting into the Halloween spirit. My bones are ready to hatch, and the time is fast approaching. So what better way to get into the season than by doing our annual horror remake comparison episode? Today we are talking about 1974's Texas Chainsaw Massacre and its 2003 counterpart. Joining me in all the guts and gore are our delightful co-hosts, the White Collar. Hello. I said hello. That's hello. more than normal. <laughs> uh, Megan Chikatilo. So if your your bones are opening up like eggs, do they just shatter or do they open up like evenly? I don't know what's like inside the there yet. Um, no, if they <laughs> open up like Confetti. eggs, they would shatter into the, the area of impact. Yeah. His skin? Who? Toby. No, his bones. No, yeah, no. I mean, his bones would shatter into his skin like an egg. Yeah, on the inside. But to the surface of the thing, that no. would shatter. Shout out What's to. What's the yolk? Um, Salem for their big Ouija board this week. Yeah, that's cool. But it will be in the past when this comes out. That's a good spooky month beginning. Yeah, well, this comes out on Thursday. Yes. <laughs> if it's happening. The yes. coming weekend. <laughs> yeah. This will be Also joined by producer Kai Stein. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Big ounce. Big ounce. Yep. Whoa. Um, Would you say 12 ounce? <gasps> 12 ounce mouse! Oh no. Yeah, I know. Here how we to go do again. Holy. I'm just I'm imagining the theme song behind my horns. So, um, where do you lot see Leatherface as a character? In Texas. Haha, yeah, I win. In his movies. Well, you, you know, in like, um, the grand scheme of things. When um, you think of a Leatherface. In the grand scheme of things, it, he's not involved. He does his little thing with his family in this shitty little town. And that's it. They don't really. Do yeah, that, that's else. kind of what I was thinking. Like, he's, he's definitely like a second banana under like Michael Myers, Freddy, and Jason. Well, he never went to New York <laughs> or banana. space. Have you ever been to New York City? No. No, I, I stay in my my my, my town. Okay. In the places. No, he um he okay. is a. Yeah, I'd put him down with like Ghostface from Scream or like Chucky or something. No, he's like that lower goes tier. to other places. Yeah, but he's no, the tier under yeah, the main ones. Grant, scheme of things, you, you didn't say you. You're just you picturing said the wrong him question. Down. The question should be is he a heavy hitter? Is he? He's but on the bench. He depends what he hits you with. <laughs> he just with wants to be nice to his grandpa. No, he's on the fence, I think. Like, yeah. Freddy, Michael, and Jason are a thing. 
And he's like then Leatherface, and then like Ghostface and Chucky, mm. and others. Mm. Like I think Gremlins. he's so close to being one. Yeah. Um, Leatherface, uh, much like Buffalo Bill and Psycho, um, is inspired by Ed Gein, a murderer and grave robber who wore the skin of women and danced around his farm as the beautiful lady he was on the inside. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but that doesn't make Texas Chainsaw Massacre a true story, does it? No, that's a, Meg said this when we were eating lunch today, watching it, she goes, this actually happened, in, and I was like, no, Ed Gein happened. But if they... you read it, it says, it doesn't say based on a true story. It doesn't say inspired by true events. Yeah, it's some, it's some vague thing mean, on purpose. That just means something gave me the idea. Yeah. So oh, yeah. They, they, they've twisted it that they're not lying, but yeah. it being there makes you think. Mm. It happened um, because it really like and the way it was said it was like well it's yeah just, they it's they surreal. try to do that bit of a parts of it are like a documentary yeah um yeah. well I think that makes it scarier than it is mm. yeah because if it's just like a horror movie you're like oh that could never happen but the second that they like the true events try to come up in any form of yeah. the word you're like. Oh, this is something that you might have to deal with. Yeah. Um, like it's like this thing. thing really happened, and but then there was a rainbow, and that was it. At the end of the day, oh. someone did do that. It was Ed Gein, yeah, yeah. just without a chainsaw. Yeah, the obvious differences. Murderous cannibal family thing was real, and I'm sure it's happened other times. It's almost and like an amalgamation of all the like the worst shit. And someone has yeah. absolutely no, killed someone with a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. So it is true. Hey, it's sort of true. I mean, it's not the Plainsfield, Wisconsin Chainsaw Massacre, but that's okay. Um, so Toby Hopper, the producer and director of the film, had been coming up with a horror movie featuring the woods, darkness, and isolation, and he had the Ed Gein inspiration going into it. Um, but the San Antonio news coverage at the time was getting brutal as fuck. Um, Toby Hopper is quoted mentioning a news story that straight up just showed brains splashed out of a head onto a street. Um, and that gave him the, oh, man is the real monster vibe that he ended up going with instead of having a monster, yeah, like a um, like a dead-eyed or something he went with, a dude. Though. Yeah. Um, yeah, the idea of the chainsaw came from Toby trying to decide what would be the best way to escape a really crowded hardware aisle he was in. Really? I mean, it would yes. work. And you've got to have that signature thing. Yeah, and as for that whole based on true story thing, his approach was, fuck it, it's as based on true fact as the damn news media is anyway. Um, much like we covered in our question episodes at this point. Um, it's wrong. Yeah, it's all people reacting hard to Watergate and the Vietnam War atrocities. Like, it's, ta- it's around the same time. Go back two episodes to hear us already talk about this. Yeah, because... Um, Everyone was miserable at what was going on. Chainsaw Massacre 2, the reason that he's not in the first one is because his character is in the Vietnam War. Mm. Um, the, the hitchhiker in the original the, was in the Vietnam the, War no, as a human, twin not as a character. of the hitchhiker. Oh. Mm. Um, yeah. So, uh, Toby co-wrote the story with Kim Henkel, who I love based on the first quote I read of his. Um, Henkel, and I'm here to tinkle. You didn't say that. My name's Kim Hickle, and I'm here to say I'm going to take your bones away. Yeah. Well, at that thing, you probably don't want them anyway. Well, what did he's got to incubate them. Incubate? Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. so he said, I definitely studied Gein, but I also noticed a murder case in Houston at the time. A serial murderer you probably remember named Alma Wayne Headley. Um, he was a young man who recruited victims for an older homosexual man. I saw some news report where Alma Wayne said, I did these crimes, I'm going to stand up and take it like a man. Well, that struck me as interesting, that he would have this conventional morality at this point. Uh, he wanted it known that now he was caught, he would do the right thing. So that kind of moral schizophrenia or something I wanted to build into my characters. Kaya, we know he's talking about Dean Coral there. Yes. Um, one of my favourite serial killers, but it's hard to talk about because he's mostly a pedophile. Oh. Um, but it's not nothing to do with why we're here. Very horrific and scary. Have you sure. seen the BTK? Did, uh, no, I don't know Dennis Rader and the fucking no, but there's Squad a movie I didn't even know it was a thing, but Kane Hodder's oh shit, <laughs> old mate, and he looks like him in the picture. Mm. Yep. Okay. That's it. Um. Yeah. So this movie's in good hands because obviously, like, they're going from some cool source some material. Research. Yeah. Um. Before we jump into the movie itself, I probably should have warned you in advance. Um. Would you like to cover the cast a little bit? Oh. Anybody? First, I think I have to do the ground rules though okay um in case there's any people who have a big erection for chainsaw massacre obviously two three and four don't count this is uh, the one from 2003 is a remake 2006 is the beginning is a prequel to the remake chainsaw 3d is an alternative sequel and like the face is a prequel so there's only the one remake, so we're only covering... That. Yeah, because this almost was like a three-way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So are we starting in 74 then? Yep. yep. Just to make it a little easier? Yeah, just, nice. just for now, just do the original movie, because that's where we'll start. Okay. So, we have Sally, mm-hmm. which is Marilyn Burns, Jerry, Alan Danzig. I liked Jerry because he looked like Matt Stone in the 90s. I thought he looked like a young Bob Ross. Okay. Yeah, I can go Anyone with a big hair. Franklin was played by Paul A. Partan. I love Franklin because he's one. Of, there's always one in these movies. There's a character that really makes you go. I hope he lives. Fucking come on, Leatherface, kill these. What? <laughs> I went the opposite way. I was like, yeah. wheelchair guy. He yeah. Was annoying. They're all annoying. They're supposed yeah. to die. That's the point. Exactly. William Vale played Kirk. Terry McMinn played Pam. Pam. Uh, Edwin Nail was the hitchhiker. Uh-huh. I like that none of the characters had fucking it. names in this movie. The hitchhiker. Old Man was played man. by Jim Sado. Leatherface was played by Gunnar Henson. R.I.P. Grandfather was played by John Dugan. Fucking grandfather, dude, I swear to god, I'm pissed. Do, like a, do you want me to go into like window washer? Nah, that'll do. The window washer poor guy doesn't even get a Cowboy. nickname. He's funny as shit. Like he Cow goes to He goes to wash the window when the other guy's talking and as the guy leaves he goes, I guess I'm done. And then the guy comes back to say something, he's like, fuck and he goes back and so cleans the window out. again. It's like the character. I don't know if that was a character choice or the actor was like, oh fuck, um, shit. <laughs> they just went back to it and they left it in. I assume it's I who was time. credited as old man because grandpa was something else, but he is also known as the cook. Because mm. he cooked for barbecue. Yeah. 
Um, so the original movie is the two siblings, which are Franklin and Sally, are road tripping with their friends Jerry, Pam, and Kirk to visit their grandfather's grave. According to news on the radio, the graveyard he lies in has been desecrated, so they're going to go check on it. Um, that news reading is fucking great, by the way. Like, I, I really liked the start of this. Like Toby Hopper said about the inspiration of the film, like, you hear this guy calmly reading about atrocities. Not just about the graves, but, like, like as the Star Wars crawl, like, explains the movie at the start. He just carries on talking, like, he changes news stories, he's just talking about other disasters. And it's just thrown into the background, like, it's the car radio for a bit. And it's cool. Like, I like the way they did that. Um... And it's the same as newsreaders now. Like they'll talk about the news so definitely many wouldn't and they don't show the shit. corpses of the No, that, that that part I think is uh yeah you know um do you like the carrot yeah like what you're saying do you like the camera flash scenes of gore before the movie starts yeah I didn't mind it but it did remind me of uh, Visage the game how, how you have the fla- I know but the flash of the camera being your only visibility I was like uh, that game funny. Um, after the flashes we actually meet the Scooby gang we are following throughout the movie and holy shit the 70s was awful like it looks like a parody of itself everyone is dressed so ridiculous great I like Sally's pants big ass pants bell bottoms motherfucker yeah um yeah my my next uh, batch of notes came in with the fucking hitchhiker um he doesn't get a name but uh wow that guy. All the shitty, gross, awful, creepy hitchhikers in history, it's this guy. They turn him into a puppet in the sequel. Mm. Um, yeah, he's like already covered in blood. He's got a random fur purse. He's cutting himself, cutting others. He looks, he looks a bit like James so Franco. to get him out of the car. Yeah, like, he's taking photos and trying to sell them and setting fire to so shit in I the van. If I up a hitchhiker and he starts talking about how they kill cows, I would probably be like... Okay, it's yeah. a bit weird. I would definitely. But he's already covered in blood. Yeah, like he's like already I fucked. Picked him up. No. And then he starts cutting himself, and they're okay. The guy driving doesn't even like Turn acknowledge around. it. Yeah, doesn't give a shit. And then he starts taking photos of people, and they're still like, "This is okay." But once he lights a fire, you fucking cross the line. You cross the line, but he cuts Franklin. Yeah, but they were mad at him for lighting the fire first. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about slaughterhouses. It takes so long for them to like go. Nah. Yeah. When the chick's like, don't pick him up, he's creepy looking, and then you see him covered in blood already, you're like, wow. Understatement of the fucking decade. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking about something called head cheese, which I had to Google. Oh, man. It's, um. It's uh, one of the original t- possible titles for the movie. <laughs> Head cheese is a type of food similar to fruit and jelly, except the jelly is made out of pig feet, and the fruit is face pieces of whatever animal you got. So it's like brawn? Yeah, but it's like it's like inner jelly. Yeah, brawn. Yeah, but like face. Face yeah. brawn. Yeah, probably. Brawn is well, it's a... it's a nicer term than head cheese, brawn. which sounds like something you clean off your dick. Brawn is a... Um, it's all of the pieces of meat that they can't sell as like a normal slice of meat. It's all the sausage parts. They like shred it up into tiny little bits and then set it in gelatin. You can buy it at Woolies and stuff. Why would you do that? Both um, things don't sound that great. No, they So I'm assuming so, that's the same basic principle. 
Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine the good taste apparently outweighs like how disgusting that is. Look, I'm happy to buy you some brawn if you want to try it one day. Uh, can a listener try it and write us in? Yeah. I don't really want to fuck with it. I do know people that have eaten it and eat it regularly. Mm-hmm. So if you want, I can hook you up with a review. I'll get myself a restraining order. Um, oh. So after they get the hitchhiker out of there, they stop for gas before going to the grandfather's old house. And I like the like the subtle setup of it, like the way slash slasher movie tropes have to be put together. Like there's no petrol at the petrol station, so that means they can't drive out over the course of the night. Um, later on, the keys go missing too, but like they already can't go anywhere anyway. Mm. And it's the '70s, so there's no mobile phones yet. Like you, you can already tell there's isolation here. And for Franklin in his wheelchair, like you feel escape is not likely. Let's be honest. Yeah, the whole time I was like, they drove up to the house, and I was like, oh, don't go in the, there. That house is worse than the one where they all live. Yeah, I was like, hey Trey, are they gonna go in there and get dead? There was a part. Oh, this, this, look at that creaky old thing. There was a part in there that I wanted. I wanted Kai to say so bad where it's obviously not part of the film, but it was just in the set, so they filmed it like out of sequence. Because there's just a just a family of spiders, like spooning in the corner of a roof. Oh, is it when they're going? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like a shitload of them in there. Yeah. I was like, they didn't special effect that. That was just in the house. I bet you. No, yeah. like uh, film it. Yeah. <laughs> if if, if you're watching the movie, this is the point where you go, hmm, this is where someone's going to die. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's these slow zooming in shots, and they just, like, simul- simulate something approaching. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's like tragedy is coming for them. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I like the way they sort of... It looks old-timey now, but I do... Yeah. I, I get it, and it kind of works. Yeah, it's still effective. Yeah. Um, and while they're at the old house, Pam and Kurt go to a swimming hole that is long gone. This is a just a dried out That's fucking shit. hole in the ground. Um, while they're there, though, they hear the generator running in the next house over, which means gasoline, which means a way out of town. So off they go. Um, Trey and or Meg. Uh-huh. Yes. Did the house look kind of like the farmhouses on Philip or Churchill Island? Do you guys? Yes. Yeah, I thought mm. that didn't it? It's it looked... a lot nicer than you'd think. Yeah, and um, I, yeah, I know it's regional to ask about specific towns, but um, from the outside, the place looks super normal, and and while watching it, I assumed the gritty remake wouldn't go in that direction with it, um, but it seems fine at first until Kirk goes inside. Yeah, like it's I like the way it sneaks up on you. It's good. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the, the whole like the whole outside of the house it was like super nice and you that it just was looks from like before. a farm yeah it, mm. it's like you see their grandpa's like old rundown trees growing through the house house and then you see that and it's like oh it's nice yeah, it's and then it opens up welcoming. and it's like oh, yeah. Yeah, no it's a- no no <laughs> yeah, but it, it surprised me how cool it like sneaks up on you because um, Kirk goes in and sees this bright red room with animal heads all over the walls and when he gets in there we get Leatherface like immediately just out of just like bullet out of a gun he's just straight on yeah yep. Um. yeah I wasn't surprised in a jump scare kind of way because that's cheap shit but yeah, in like a wow really we're really only 30 it. minutes into this movie and we're just going straight to the biscuits 
But he doesn't fuck around. He clobbers Kirk with a hammer and his death spasms are really cool. Yeah. Um, and then Leatherface slams the metal door and closes the, the room of off. Slamming the doors like so good. If it's, that one really part good. wasn't in there, like that's yeah, it's like I a Venus flytrap. It's so it's cool. Like and it's well, it's just like it's, and it cuts off all the brutality of that house. Like it's absolute <laughs> anarchy. It's like slamming someone in the head with a sledgehammer, and the second the sound of the door closing is gone. It's like peaceful. Mm. Like, yeah, it's full on. It's cool. Yeah, so you like his entrance in this one? Yeah. 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 Uh, um. Then Pam goes in after Kirk eventually to see where he went. Um. The room she stumbles into, though, I know the room's based on Ed Gein's it's house the room. with all like the bone furniture yeah. and shit. Like, yeah, we actually loosely covered it in one of our Halloween episodes. Um. Yeah, but the bo- the bone furniture, I understand, it's fine. It's the chicken feathers that it grosses me out to look at. There was so many of them. Yeah, what the fuck? It was like a, a carpet. It's a horror movie. I'm fine with gore. Feathers. There's just too many gross feathers. It's <laughs> like a carpet of them. It's gross. Um, you can swim in Oh, yeah, it's full of, like, scattered teeth as well. But the feathers the just, feathers like, I was like, like Ugh, chicken. Chicken in a cage. It's just hanging out. <laughs> Yeah, I like how suddenly this movie just goes all out, and once it's out, that's it. Yeah. Just doesn't back down again. Um, yeah, you see Pam try to escape Leatherface, but we get the image of him grabbing her on the per- porch and dragging her <coughs> back inside. The of him carrying her as well. Yeah. It's iconic like, as fuck, man. Yeah. That, to me, even without There's, seeing this before, is, like, one of the most iconic images in slasher horror. Even though that part and him slamming the door shutter, like, so close to each other, they're two of the three. What's the third, iconic, then? The finale. Alright. The dance. Oh, yeah, I'm just checking. Um, yeah, for, that, that, that him dragging her back from the porch is, like, up there with the shower scene from Psycho or, like, Jason appearing at the end of part one. That's, like, yeah. that's like groovy tear shit. Yeah. I do love that vibe. That's good. Because even I feel like even I've seen the image even without watching it. Yeah, it's one of those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets dragged in and thrown up on a hook. I hate the hooks. We'll go into that a bit oh, in the remake. Yeah, this is, this there's there's just something so like constrictive about it because that's like you're trapped in a coma at that point. You are so fucking pinned down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she watches Kurt get dismembered. Um, once again reminding us that the horny teens always die first. Don't have sex. Yeah, you'll fucking I die. Really the guy from Mean Girls was right. If you have sex, you'll die. He, just, sec- he, thinks, he's in, he thinks he's in a slasher movie, not a teen drama. Yep. He thinks he's on the wrong set. He thought he was in Scream 3. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and another thing I liked about the hook that, um, that Pam's up on is that when Jerry goes in looking for them, like, he goes into the room. It doesn't, like, hang on it. It doesn't do anything special. But you see the hook's bare now. Like, she's... They're, they're gone. Is it yeah. bloody or something? No. Nah. Because that would be a cool effect. It, it's just in the background. They don't even talk about it. Yeah. But yeah. you know that there was a fucking woman on there, like, maybe ten tube? minutes ago. Yeah. We don't get to talk about the Screamy Box. Not this time. Screamy Box. Screamy Box from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, which is... Was it 4? uh uh-uh. Next generation, baby. I think that's four, which is absolutely garbage. But hilarious garbage. Only, like, maybe one person died by a chainsaw. This is only from... Some dude got run over by a plane. plane. (laughs) Like, flying low and hitting him. Swooped him like a magpie. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, so... Um, 
I want to tangent away from the film itself for a second because the hook was surprisingly not very bloody or harsh or gory. Um, Trey told me it was subtle on purpose. Yes. Yeah, you did. Like two days ago. Oh. About how they were trying to go for a PG rating oh, yeah. to say yeah, how fucked like up. No gore in the movie. Yeah, it's it's to prove a point that like news media is technically rated G, but it's the most disgusting, vile thing we'll ever see. Yeah. So he's like, I'm trying to get PG, and he didn't. I think it was ended up being X-rated, which well, is worse. I'm pretty than sure our copies are. Yeah. Well, uh, Australian ratings are different in Australia till the 80s or something. Yeah, it, it was one of those like full-on video nasties, like barely came out anywhere at the start because yeah. no one wanted it. Oh. They can't have that. It's got boobies in it, you know, that sort of shit. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for the sake of time, I'll skip over all the standard slasher stuff. I felt bad for Franklin just getting the slash to shit in his chair in the woods. It was cool seeing a slasher villain actually run. We can't all slow walk and keep up at the same time, Jason, you bitch. Yeah. No, you need to watch... He's hoofing it, man. Good on it. Behind the Mask, the story of Leslie Vernon, which is like a... I know, but it's like, yeah, it's a joke, they, though. They have to be really strong and fit and have good cardio so that... They, they can, can hard stand there, and then as soon as you're not looking, they fucking nail it. I know, but this guy's actually trying his hardest. Yep. He'd be tuckered out, poor little guy. <laughs> um, so the gas station guy is also one of Leatherface's gang, just like the hitchhiker. Um, and that gives the movie just a total hopelessness. Like, not a single person we meet is going to fucking help at any point in this film. Um, I think in it might have been like a comic or something that goes into the origin a bit. That guy is um, Leatherface and the Hitchhiker's uncle and dad. Fuck, okay, fair enough. Um, it's a peril that, like, the way that everyone is against the kids in this. Um, um, it's a, yeah, it's a peril that probably is inspired by Toby Hopper's news viewing. Like, you know how it's always, like, the bad news? It's like, oh, this thing can kill you, find out later, and all that sort of shit. It's just, like, you can't win anywhere um i was either not paying attention for a minute but i remembered it going into the fact that the meat from the barbecue store was people a lot more it's sort of implied but yeah they really don't fucking talk about it yeah i thought it was like an actual thing I um, something else. Yeah, not only was it inspired by like the news, but the whole family dynamic might have been inspired by that other one you mentioned, like the cannibal family. Yeah, like way in, like, in the old days. Scotland yeah, in the old days. It's where like wrong turn and all that shit came from too. Yeah. Um, another detail I wanted to stop and really be upset about. What the fuck's the go with uh, Grandpa? What's up with that? Is he like a vampire? See, I don't know. I thought maybe that too. No, I think they're just yeah. Is he alive? Is he dead? What the fuck was that little dance he did when he yeah. sucked the bloody finger? Yeah, God damn like, it, I hate him. Apparently he was a good worker at the apple yeah. He's shit. <laughs> His incompetence got her one. I she won now because of him. A thing that is stupid but I actually really like because you know how like Leatherface is supposed to be like just a guy who's trying to help the family like he's yeah. just doing what he's told he wants to be a good boy in the family yeah. and he's in like his girl get up at that point oh yeah he's got he's got three definitive faces in this one but yeah go three on. mm. he's got um the, the killer face like yeah, the dude the but then he's got the old lady face for when he's being domestic and doing the cooking that's yeah. when he's wearing the apron um and then you've got the pretty woman yeah the one with makeup yeah mm. um 
But the amount of time and care he's putting into helping his grandpa hold the hammer and swing he's, it. Yeah. yeah. No, do you know what it reminded me of? That touching Simba video trying to wake up his like dad. Five-year-old kids and one they're playing basketball and one teammate goes behind the kid and like helps him and scoops him goal. up. Yeah. That's exactly what I was watching. But like, yeah, cannibalistic fucking serial killers. Yeah. Like she's, it's complete. Like, it's just nuts everywhere. But he's just like, here you go, Grandpa, I'll help. I'll help Oh, you. that's okay, let's have another yeah, like he's, he's and I know, oh, And I know it's like a shit slash schlock horror film, and he's wearing a mask the entire time, but he's a good fucking actor, because all three of those characters are played differently. Yeah. Mm. It's like Split, except awesome. Yeah. Sort of stupid picture of that guy. It said 27 tickets to Joker, please. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Um, oh, I saw that. I thought they were just supposed to be like weird perv people. I didn't realize <laughs> what was that. Uh... Yeah, so Grandpa sucks. I don't like him. Yeah, I'm glad he's not in that much. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> in his chair. I thought he was dead and then That's they dragged him down and then chair. he did a wiggle. I'm like, what? Grandma's dead though. I oh. should hope so. I don't want to see her fucking ass twerking me. I'm pretty sure me. she was one of the like dead people in the house. Yeah, they both were dead people in the house. That's why yeah. it's weird. Um, when our final girl Sally wakes up at the dinner table, it's a cool scene, but it has a detail I fucking hate in horror movies. When the villains scream mockingly back at the victim, that part went for a long time. It was like I hate that shit. I, uh, it's such a turn off for me in my horror movies. I, like if big... I had to make a movie and do that scene, I would have the psycho people just sit there relaxed with like a big smile, like just completely like, ignoring yeah. it. Yeah. Because, like, if our big adversary is resorting to Echolalia, that's a fucking child move, and that's lame. You I hate it. Exa- that's no, exactly what no they're you. doing. No, you. Hmm. Fuck them. I hate that shit. They did it in Tusk, too. But that yeah. movie had other problems. It'd be way more scary if they just, like, obviously really enjoyed it. Or just patiently waiting for it to finish. Or something. What? They just get up and walk around. Come back. We'll, we'll try this again in 10 minutes we we'll just turn off the lights but don't leave they all just sit down and wait 10 minutes was that long ago this could have been the first thing that done it so it could be but it yeah I just, it's such a fucking lame move I yeah but like the, the first time you saw it you probably didn't hate it yeah and yeah I imagine this would have been the first one um yep yeah, so yeah anyway the ending is um Sally dives through another window which is a move she goes to oh, pretty fun quick fun. all the time I don't, I don't know which window scene but the stunt double jumps out the window yeah. it is okay and when they film the part of her just like hitting the ground from the like, ground she hurt herself yeah she uh-huh. fucked it up um yep yeah, so she runs away from big grandpappy's insanely good killing abilities cough cough uh-huh. Um, she runs out to the road and oh, the hitchhiker gets fucking creamed by a slow moving truck. I love the truck. The truck's The truck, love the truck or the truck, truck driver? My favorite character in film. Yeah. Yeah, because he defeats Leatherface. And then. How runs. does he do it though? Throws a wrench at him? No, it's just a fruit. He pulled it off a tree while they were running. You got no, defeated with like an orange. a pipe wrench off the seat. Oh, I saw him rip something out of a branch. No, I thought he threw a, a fucking wrench. lemon at the guy. No, like a still I just looked that up and I was like, you're defeated by fruit. No, but so they're I both in the truck. Leatherface is not cutting through yeah, the Yeah, he's keying the truck. And they get out. Yeah, they could have kept driving. Yeah. But then also when Leatherface is down and injured, 
Yeah, he, he cuts his legs and chains him. Yeah, he, and he leaves. Runs in the other direction, she's like, ah. He goes, and Sally escapes in the back of a different truck or a Ute in Australia. Uh, and we finish on another amazingly iconic moment. I'm glad that was the third one. Of course. That's, yep. that's the best of them. Yep. Leatherface dancing with his chainsaw in the early morning sunlight. Kaya will remember this scene because we covered it in our Clarence episode because Clarence is fucking awesome and probably oh, shouldn't be a children's show. Yeah. Yeah, like shot for yeah. shot. Like they did it. Yeah, set. like that. Yeah. Why? Why not? So it's a children's cartoon. Um, they, now that we are at the like end of that movie, say, oh, mm. yes. can you you worded it better? Can you explain to Meg and the people the fact about Leatherface and his disability? Um. So when because it uh, was the original that? one, it was mm-hmm. about what Leatherface. Uh, yeah, yeah, the original. Gunner Hanson. Yeah, when Gunner Hanson. Yeah, when he done the role, he spent like weeks in like mental disability schools and orphanages and like developmental rehabilitation places um, just getting to know the people mm. i really like this fact and i like gunner but it's so funny to think like he wasn't in costume in class, doing it i swear like this like learning and the teachers and like the aides might be like oh that's really good like what are you doing and then he goes like oh i'm learning for a role and they go oh that's sure interesting um what What's the role? Oh, I'm a psycho killer with a chainsaw that wears skin. Yeah. But, um, even back then in the 70s, he knew playing a, um, differently abled character is, like, a a thing. Mm. So he, like, went out of his way to really research it and really went into it. So when you get to the finished product, he's not, like, a drawling, loud, just insult to people. Yeah. And actually, a lot of, um differently able communities really appreciate his acting yeah because yes he's a cannibal who wears skin and you know and inbred and all that but he's he doesn't ever lean on that yeah yeah he does more about the skin um, the fact that he he busted ass for this yeah, like, um, well, even the character, like, yeah, he's a Yeah, the way he, like, separated people, all the masks and the research that he put into it, into, but, a, like, a B-grade horror film. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, the fact that people weren't offended by it is a good thing. Because mm. especially back then, like... Yeah, people were people not good. People got a hard time for a lot of shit. Mm. Um, do you have any other thoughts about the original before uh, we move on? Um, I thought a scene... I had, um, well, hang on, what's this? Oh, yeah, I thought this had a scene in it, but it turned out it was a Next Generation, so it was, like, me getting confused. We watched Next Generation once, like, 12, 15 years ago. Yeah, I know. But we're going to cover it one day, because that is a fucking banger. Mm. That guy had pyramids for nipples. Oh, no. no any any oh, other thoughts like about this? No, it's, it's pretty good. Like, we said at the start, the face is low tears, but there's some iconic moments in this movie that even I knew, like, um, we had seen it. Like yeah, I think, wolf. like, obviously the thing dancing with the chainsaw, like, that's my big pick, mm. and I would actually put that definitely in the top three of, like, I can't think of what else I'd have, but that'd be my top three most iconic horror things. you got to go groovy. The, no, I wouldn't even put that in the top three. I wouldn't put Jason jumping out of the boat in my top three, and I have a tattoo of Jason. Yeah, I was struggling to think of moments as peak as the ones in this. Yeah. Do you, can you even think of any? 
Because I was struggling. No, like maybe the shower scene in Psycho. Maybe um, Exorcist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny yeah. Exorcist head turning around, stuff oh, like yeah. that. I think I just found this in your list episode for next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The bit when yeah, the um, when the dead the dude gets up in the middle of Saw. Oh, yeah. Right at the end. That's yeah. fucking dope, that. Who would I remember that? Because those up. movies got really, like, shit. No, I like all and, of them except you, so. Yeah, but that first moment, dude. Like, yeah. that. Yeah, that, that, that would be in my top three, actually, yeah. We'll cover that next year. When Jaws pops out of the water? No. When <laughs> Moose Jaws gets made? Aha, uh-huh, I was making a genocide Bob joke, too, you fucker. It's what? a quote from Morax. Um. <laughs> Alright, so you guys ready to move on to the remake? 2003, baby. Yay. Yeah. 9-11 was a distant memory. 2003 is looking up. It's not. It's a, it's a shit year, actually. I can't believe how <laughs> long ago that is, especially yeah. after watching the movie and it holds up pretty mm. good, I think. Um. Yep, yeah, so it came out in 2003. It was the fifth Texas Chainsaw Massacre film in the franchise, written by Scott Cosa and directed by Marcus Nispel. To make sure they kept some of the original soul, they brought back Toby Hopper and Jim Henkel to co-produce. And one thing that I love is the narrator is the same. Yeah, guy. Dude. reads oh, the same yeah. thing, but it's different. It's extended, but it's the same shit at the start. But it's he, cool. he reads um, it out. Daniel Pearl returns to do yeah. cin- cinematography again, like the dude who positions the camera. They even managed to bring back. Yeah, and they brought back John Larroquette, who was the narrator. Um, a ri- in the first oh. film, his payment was. A marijuana cigarette. Yep. Was it? Um, yes. Here's a bit of comparison. I hope the, you got paid better in the second one. It is yeah. 2003. Yes. Yes. Um, the first thing that pops up is an absolute... Oh, I have three things here to make you consider the year this came out. X-Men 2. All right, so they're not bad yet. The Room. Oh, bad. <laughs> wow, I thought that was older. Eric Banner Hulk. Oh shit, bro! Even Freddy vs. Jason doesn't hold up to this. Yeah, you're right. I thought this movie was I, a bit I of a dud, put, but you're right. It's from a bad time. Was like in the 20s. 2003 was the 80s of the 2000s. Yeah, Underworld um, One. Hey, that's enough out of you, bud. They're all worth it to get the blood Scary wars you movie fight. Three. Oh, yes. Shit. Good ones. Um, would you like to go over the casting before we jump into the uh, meat and potatoes? Okay. What happened? Daredevil. Hey, Daredevil is funny as shit when he falls down at the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica Biel. Jessica, Jessica Biel. Mm, they reference her in a Limp Biscuit song. <laughs> Jonathan Tucker is Morgan. Morgan. He's a stoner. Erica Larahansen is Pepper. Pepper's the Greek. Mike wow. Vogel is Andy. Yep. Andy cool, I guess. Eric Balfour is Kemper. Mm-hmm. Um, wonder where they got that name from. Yeah. Cough cough Edmund Kemper cut off his mother's head. No, they, they, fucked they, it. They admitted oh, to no. like that's the inspiration, I'm pretty sure. Good. He Andrew fits it. Bresky is Thomas Hewitt, aka Leatherface. <gasps> yes, so in the original, he's just Leatherface. Yeah. Number two, he's Bubba Sawyer. Bubba Hotel. That Bubba is like a, they say it like a nickname. In number three, he's Junior or Jedediah or some shit. Yeah. And then in, um, what's the shit one that you've seen? 
Next Generation. Yeah, that they just call him Leather. And then, yeah, in the remake, they completely changed the name. I don't know why. It's weird because, like, Jason obviously says his fucking name. But a lot of them have, like, a long-standing mythology that maybe helps keep him at a yeah. peak. But he's sort of New 52-ing himself every couple of movies. Which yeah. probably makes it a lot harder to get recognition. But, see, the thing is, like, it's only this in the beginning. Because then when you go to Text Chainsaw 3D, that's a alternative number two. Mm-hmm. So he's still Bubba Sawyer or Jedediah Sawyer. Hey, now you're getting it. And then Leatherface, the latest one that's like a prequel, he's Jedediah in that. Yeah. There's a Jedediah in this. Yeah, I was going to say, kid. maybe like it's mm-hmm. Leatherface is like a tradition in the family or something. What's your name? No, but like yeah, the last yeah. name Ugh, Like the most stereotypical inbred kid they could have possibly but done. I, yeah. I like the name Thomas Hewitt because it's a normal name like the part and it's that's the whole key of the character in the original is under that mask he is just a fucking guy and that's the scary thing there's the weird mm. scene and where if he's got a plain Jane name that works like we'll get to it later that's but there's a bit with like the grandma and the sheriff the part where he has no pants on and um the grandma or whatever they call it um yells out like Thomas Brown Hewitt you get in here and now like talk to him like he's a little kid yeah. like the normal name helped okay um so when i put the remake on i thought i recognized the opening i didn't turns out i remember the ending because i i have oh, seen I this one yeah the yeah that's yeah. the final final oh, thing yeah, but the like, ending oh, and the start of the same footage yeah um yeah it begins and ends with the same cycle yeah and um, i actually like that you get easter eggs from that scene yeah like the cops like oh here are fingernail scratches on the wall yeah it's not subtle <laughs> but it's funny if the cop just goes and hey, we'll get to that later <laughs> we'll see um and you the viewer will see that later yeah and again we've got John Larroquette narrating over it all and he's great um there are things I hated about the remake and things I loved but we'll, as I go through my notes you'll see like I could this was a weird 50-50 for me normally I this is like or hate, but I'll this is like. Eh, yeah. Say first, this is regarded as the best of the remakes. Yeah, all those weird early two thousand remakes. Yeah, the classic. Definitely movies. better than the Friday the Thirteenth. Mm. Um, I mean, not me. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's the one we covered last time. Yeah. Okay. Um, despite this movie taking place a year before the original. The meddling kids we get here dress like they're going to. All right, I, I went for a deep cut to really prove my point. They look like they're going to the Between the Legs tour in 1999 to see Kid Rock, Power Man 5000, and Bolt Upright at the Fillmore. You fucking asshole. Oh, no, they look like they're going to a Leonard Skinner concert. They don't. They play. don't look like hippies. They all look this. like they all hippies. Look, yeah, they all look like 2000s hippies. It's weird. Not a lot of flair like, like in the original. I like the oh. plot of we're going to a concert in Dallas better than... Someone might have dug up my grandpa. Someone might have put a dead bird on my grandpa's grave. I'm pretty sure if someone dug up your grandpa even in 1974, your family would be contacted. Yeah. Like, I I like the plot better. Yep. They're not actually going to the film hall, like you said. They're going to Leonard Skinner after going, uh, taking a nice uh, pit stop in Mexico to buy a bunch of weed. Nice. Nice. That sticky icky, that fucking green... Lucifer's really? lettuce. Mmm, that fucking Jamaican basil. We got the outs. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't think of that. Mary Jane. Mmm. 
Any others? I know there's Alex. funny names in Australia, but America wouldn't get them. Go on, fuck it. No, we got no friends. For reasons I will not say. Alright. Just to keep everyone on the You, know, you get that Gator, <coughs> that, that Gatorade bottle, you put the off cut of the garden hose in it. Yep. Oh, yeah, people take stuff of my, from my work. <laughs> Pinch like, your hoses, they yeah. get shorter every day. When you have kids no, measure the garden hose. The irrigation in the <laughs> gardens, they cut it shorter, and I'm like, oi. What's going on? <laughs> you plug in your hose and it's like an inch. You're like, something's wrong here. Yeah, I'm like, somebody's, something's your foot. Somebody is high around here. Um, and it's not me. Yeah. Yep, so um, if Kaya's cast read didn't give it away, they aren't the original five teenagers. Uh, a lot of this movie is different to the original, but it also uses weird key points throughout, like having a hitchhiker scene. Um, do you want to discuss differences, or do you want to just cover the movie first? Um, I just want to say first about... I liked the group better in this too. Mm-hmm. Like, Jessica Beale's actually, like, a pretty good actress. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoyed her scenes, and it's like... Um, the actual group of people, they're a bit easier to think like you almost spend more time with them so you sort of appreciate them as yeah that's, yeah that's a good way of saying it you appreciate them more and even you actually they, they touch on little things that make an impact whereas the other one like as soon as the two guys get killed you just don't care anymore because they like were super nothing high. yeah whereas like um Kemper has a wedding ring on him and when they're talking about the Mexico trip, she says, like, she didn't drink or smoke. She didn't even drink the water down there because there was going to be a subplot that she's pregnant. Gross. Like, there's actual things about this characterization. Yeah. Um, all right, so would you say the teens are better in this one? Yeah. All right, and the, in the reboot. Um, what about the hitchhiker scene in this one? Which one's better? Well, this one's a bit more realistic. If you saw a girl on the side of the road who's obviously in Not trauma, covered in blood. You would help her if you see a psycho guy and he pulls out a knife and you still leave him in your van. Yeah, okay. Um, like, the girl obviously needs help and they're trying to help her. Um, yeah, so much like the hitchhiker in this movie, um, being very gross and snotty. Um, the barbecue place is also super gross and filthy, which is what <laughs> I kind of predicted going into this. Like, early 2000s horror... Sort of had to be filthy and gritty all the time. For some reason, that was just a rule. Well, that's the era. Like, yeah, but, I said Daredevil and Underworld. Yeah, like, like every yeah, even the X Men. There weren't colors on their uniforms. Yeah, it was just black they, leather and everything was kind of wet. I like the, how they sell meat and it's like not refrigerated and there's flies. Yeah, it's like moldy and shit. Um, yeah, but the horror of Leatherface can't sneak up on you like it did in the original if yeah. you're already in a shit show. Which is yeah, that kind of bummed me out because yeah, it just doesn't have that same um magic to it um so instead of the grandfather's house like you said different plot they're going to an old mill to look for a sheriff um again it's interesting to see what stays and goes in these types of remakes like one thing that stayed here is the house being within walking distance where leatherface and his family live but where they are is completely different yeah you know, like they're, they're they're, theirs is cooler because like we said before the other house was good because it was, it was a lot more inviting than where they were mm. And in this one, it's good because it's so isolated. Yeah. It looks... It helps add to the, like, you're fucked. Mm. Yeah, um... Yeah, yeah. remember when I said about the house being subtle on the 
in the original, the remake don't play that shit. And those big brick pillars, like, on the house, yeah. they're, like, super imposing and dominant in that empty, isolated field. Yeah, that's what it's I might prefer. Very... I might prefer the original, but damn, like, there's something threatening about the weird... Shout out to design the, of um, both movies, the, what do you call it, like, the guy that just goes find and finds the places where they'll like the film. scout. Yeah, for finding that house with all the trees growing out of it in the original mm. and finding this joint. Yeah, just wandering give around. Give both of them guys a hug. Okay. Um, yeah, it's hard to write notes about A and B plots here without going into too much detail, but the gang splits up, yeah, as they do. Camper and Aram go to the house to call for the sheriff. Um, it belongs to a grumpy, legless man. He's grumpy. Is, is, is he the wheelchair that's in St. Andres? In Grand Theft Auto. There was a there I don't was know a when Easter egg. Andres come out. But the wheelchair was definitely a reference to a Chainsaw Massacre. Mm, yeah. um, but well, Uncle is a lot cooler than Grandpa because that's kind of. Grandpa is like literally the worst thing in the fucking world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're supposed. Like, that you can see that they're kind of the things. Right. I um, like the scene where he gets the legs cut off. It's not in this one, obviously. No, it's in the beginning. Yeah. Um, while Morgan, Piper, and Andy wait by the van, the sheriff shows up before the call is made, so you can already feel that they're starting to be played here already. And it covers the tension that you had from the original, but in, in a different way. Like, they're obviously being fucked with. Yeah, the sheriff's in every direction. fucking wild. Mm. Um, yeah, at the back of the house, Kemper gets the same first kill that Kurt got. Like, oh. literally the same. Oh. Um but real yeah. quick with the sheriff and stuff like I've seen this movie like probably 20 times and make, noticed something that I never thought about I definitely don't notice about him but they're not the gun moved it around like when he shows up and mm. gets the gun yeah. and how he puts it straight into his boot oh, I always thought something. like that's adding to the fact like he's no dirty. motherfucker he had the holster already yeah, yeah, yeah motherfucker, you got I was it. Like, I just hey. thought he was dodgy, and then Meg's like, oh, she took it off him. Yeah, I saw that yeah. too. I was like, oh, was shit. Like, oh, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking like Meg knows. I'm paying attention. Meg knows what the we keys are. Yeah. Pop, but I remember in, like, grade five art, someone was telling me about they watched a movie where a chick pulls a gun out of her pussy and kills herself. I've seen that. That's, um, Vietnamese and loving it, part three. But then, like, no. years <laughs> later, when I watched this, I was like, oh, it's this movie. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, uh, I like that Camper gets Kirk's kill, like, beat for beat, the hammer, the drop, and then the door slamming shut. The but door's like not I said, as cool because it's not just straight yeah, in the house. I wrote the, the same shit. The bigger, imposing door is also cool. The big door's alright, but it's hole. just not the same, man, because the horror's already outside. As well as inside, so yeah. it doesn't. There's no barrier there, like there was in the first one. But you gotta think as well. It's the other one's good because it's like you feel safe until that door opens. Mm. But this one, the whole thing of even if you run away and hide, it, you're still got the sense of you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. There's like, no escape in it. Yeah. Um, when the movie goes back to the other three. Like, we get cuts of Leatherface working on Kemper's body. Um, did you like those scenes? When it's, like, showing him, like, peeling and, and doing his thing. And yeah. shit. Yeah. At a certain but point, all... the horrors went way less Ed Gein and more Marilyn Manson-y. Yeah. I think. Like, it's but definitely wet and drippy and dark I think a thing they do better, though, like, the whole thing of him working 
mm. is creepy, but they do it better in the beginning. Like and that, there's that's a whole the scene of actually one. him like peeling the skin off people and yeah, starting really to stitch it. it together. Like they they do make it better. Look, I, I know that that um that you know that Ma- Marilyn Manson aesthetic was scary at the time, but it and. The more serial killer history I research in the real world, the more I see that true horror like lies in the normal everyday stuff, like the original movie. Like, um, think back to that house in Wimbledon Heights where the girl got dismembered. I mentioned that before, but very quietly. Yeah, like that was just a nice. That didn't have a bunch of dolls hanging from the ceiling and water dripping everywhere, and it was sus. Yeah, it was actually a pretty nice little house. Small bathroom though. I don't know how they fit a woman in there. Um, Pieces. No, they would have had to. It's not big. There's yeah, no they, gotta... there's no bath in it after they renovated. I noticed they went to a shower. I Fair actually enough. looked at purchasing the house because it was cheap for some my, weird reason. Or, <laughs> um, but you, you got to think of it from the movie point of view. In, in 1974, everything was scary. In 2003, people were more used to there's, there's like a weird cynicalness that, that has to be like you gotta amped. do that thing of like putting yourself in the character's shoes and if like uh, not everything being in the real world if I was in a horror movie and I was hiding in the corner of this room right now it would not affect me as bad as if I was in this fucking yeah. really sus dungeon shit yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's, I, it's I know just, what It's just my mean. whole vibe yeah. of, like, Ted Bundy's not a boogeyman, he's just an average Joe. Like, that sort of... Yeah, but... That's where you got to be We're talking careful. about Ted Gein's shit here, and his farm would have been fucking terrifying. Yeah, his farm was. Um, yeah, normally I only bitch about Remix, but when Andy gets his leg cut off... Oh, yeah. Spot on. I, that that balance a, of gore is so good, like... I'm a slut for gore out of torture porn like watching Saw it's not cool but when you watch a slasher movie and you actually see that shit you, mm. it's good it's like when you see a titty in public versus when you see it online yeah and that whole thing of all the I don't know why you'd have that many white sheets in this house that we don't even white sheets are crazy man I just watched Tomie 2 and like the hospital roof is just white sheets on clotheslines I'm yeah. like what the fuck the only sheets beds today? I saw in this house were the like mattress things hanging from the roof with yeah, skin hanging off them, but they've got a million sheets um, but that seems cool yeah and I like how it keeps the originals way of not dwelling on the blood and guts too much but it still gives you what you came to see yeah. like because it's not bloody it's just like a leg and then he's like oh fuck there are some kills when you do not even see a drop of blood yeah. and stuff but then yeah, some it, of it's a cool balance cool. in the in the way it does it and yeah the hooks that people get hung on I, I really fucked up I hate them like and the way he like high pitched squeals like he's oh, yeah. it's not actor scream it's like fear scream it's yeah, really good um, a lot of times and his fucking leg just gets like salted and brown paper bagged like at a yeah, butcher that, yeah, I, I don't like, remember his name like, yep. no it's but, medicine but that character seasoning he doesn't get <laughs> much okay, of a go no he don't um I think it does he, he's probably one of the best actors I've ever seen portraying the actual pain mm. Yeah, because he, he's not screaming like a butch dude. He is, like, full-on in panic mode. It's really cool. Yeah. He does a good job. Um, Then my gore boner drops off, because I had a great time there. Um, But the face under Leatherface's mask. No. Just no. Fuck it. I'm not saying it's all scary, but I hate it as a rule. It. Yeah, it probably was. Um, Yeah, like I said, with um the landscape and how... He's just a dude in a mask, all that. Under the mask, is there's not supposed to be a monster, 
is supposed to be an empty shell of a man and all that shit, you know, the empty abyss, all that, you know. I peered yeah. into the void and I saw the void peering back, all that bullshit, you know how it is. Um, but Under the Mask is worse, and that's so backwards to me. No, I, he's got I, no I, lips, he's got no nose, he's like a shit hick version of the Great White Shark from Batman comics. I, I oh, like no. what you're saying better, but the thing they are going for is because he's like yeah, that it's a nice different approach, family but... boy, it's kind of like... He gets picked on. And yeah, that, like, his origin gets touched on a little bit here. It's weird. Um, yeah, I, I, I really preferred the other one, but yeah. like, but it was still a cool reveal when he took it off. I'm like, hey. But I think that I still reacted. The only to reason it. they would have yeah. done that is because it never happened in the original. Yeah, just just to so kick it's it just off like a bit. one thing to make it. Um. Yeah, my next note's sort of a complaint as well. Not to spoil which uh, version of the film I preferred. But um, what did you guys think of the sheriff? I like him. <laughs> He's like, you've got Leatherface that's like that quiet, damaged psycho, and then you've got this guy that's just like Loudest joker <laughs> without the humour psycho, like wild. But yeah, full mm. on off his head. Um, yeah, he's played exactly how it should be because they cast Ali Ermi for it. Like the full on drill sergeant dude I in every even film. Thought of that today. I was yeah, like, but god damn it, I hated him so much in this movie. Like, you gotta throw your horror roadblock in to keep all the other victims busy and shit. But do they really need to make him worse than Leatherface? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, he's. I would war- way rather deal with Leatherface than that guy. Yeah, but I think that's kind of an idea of the whole thing. Of it's just a man. Yeah. How about we just make a man? Yeah, I preferred him as the sergeant in Toy Story. Because mm-hmm. I'm a bitch. He's not no, nearly as distressing like, in that film. I like him in this better than the beginning, but I find him funny. I like when he glass he fucking cracks the kid with the glass bottle. That like that was harsh. Um, yeah, it's not all problems I have with the movie though. It's weird. Like I really bounce back a lot on this. Like every scene, I'm like, oh fuck this, and then the next one, I'm like, all right, you can stay. Like constantly. Um, yeah, after dealing with the sheriff, who takes Morgan with him, the girls go to leave, and the van's wheels fall off. Yeah. And, like, straight-up comedy gold just fall off the car. But it's the same thing with like, how the car this. wouldn't start. It's it's obviously been tampered with yeah, while they were not looking. Yeah, you knowledge of someone's been out there. But fuck, that's funny. Do you remember in Superhero Movie when she's like, maybe I could take a ride in your car, and they just look at a bicycle and... Like, at, at perfect time, and it just, like, crumbles. I don't even remember it that was happening. That. I remember them sitting in the car, hot-wiring it, and the chainsaw flies through the back window. Mm. I thought that's what happened. Um, yeah, but it, it's not even that it's funny. Like, it's just a cool scene, because as that happens, we see Leatherface again, wearing camper. Yeah, I really liked it. It's that's cool. Like, like he's, got the, cool. he's got the piercings and, and, the, like, and the guardian and everything, and she sees it, and you see his, like, weird Leatherface eyes underneath. You're like... But Hang on a second, that's not Kemper. Yeah. You know how, like, you me. can see it, but then there's the actual thing of her and him mm. looking at each other and she knows? Would you have preferred it if it wasn't, like, forced, like, he's wearing his face? No, I liked it, because the prosthetic was really good. Like, you could recognise Kemper straight away. Yeah, like, if I, it was even slightly wrong, then no. I like it but as well that you good. can just pay attention and go, he's wearing a different mask, it's got a moustache. Oh, mm. earlier in the movie, it's Kemper. Yeah. Like, either way, they could have done it. I could have liked it. Yeah, it just it looked really cool. Um, But before we move on to the fat lady and the alien in the caravan that Aaron finds, because that skinny bitch is a fucking alien. She looks like the kid Jedediah, I reckon. Oh, yeah, her. Yeah. 
Isn't Henrietta the name of the chick from... Henrietta Hubble, the West Witch? Yeah. No. Fucking Dave Cup. Um... We were talking about Henrietta recently, actually. I don't remember why. She's the first Deadite lady. In Evita? No, in the other movie that has Deadites. Yeah, Evil isn't she the old lady under the house? Maybe. Isn't her name Henrietta? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, before she goes into the caravan... There's just a there's a little subtle beat I wanted to like really spend a lot of time talking about because I loved it. Is it Peppa? No, I don't. Because that was like we were saying before, um, someone gets absolutely mauled with the chainsaw. Yeah, you don't, you see, don't see blood. Yeah, it's just feathers. Yeah. yeah. I think she was holding a couch cushion or something. I forget why, but it was feather. Uh, there's. I think it might have been a reference to the carpet in the original. Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, when. When she's about to go in the caravan, the chainsaw, like, turns off and cuts out. Mm-hmm. And you don't see Leatherface, but you hear him because of the chainsaw. And the second it cuts out, like, immediately, he is... He's, like, disappeared. To, he's lost to time and space. And that's super ominous. That's dope. I've never... Yeah. He's normally... It's like it's his tool. Yeah, he's normally the one that's like... Nah, 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 nah. He's, like, the most obvious slasher villain ever. But it just goes... He's, he could be fucking anywhere at that point. And really I really cool. like it as well because as we find out, these people are in on it. Mm. And as much as I like him going like, oh, she's over there, it's all good. Yeah. Same with the original when the girl gets to the barbecue joint, how he stops. Yeah. But I really like the things as well of the two women in the caravan going like, he's such a sweet boy. They're fucking gross. One lady's like more really obese. The other one looks like a fucking shrimp. But I, I just like the... They're all in on it, and they're like, "He's a good." Yeah. Kid. Um. I uh, I didn't like the origin story in that bit though. How like the weird ladies and their baby that they stole. I hated it. Trey, you had eczema as a boy. Were you offended? No. Are you a faceless so monster? Are you retarded that you don't realize the significance of the baby? Yeah, it's a stolen baby. Yeah, but do you know, like, from who? From the hitchhiker. The family of the hitchhiker. Yes, yeah, like, it's in all a... the photos, it's, it's obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not talking about it. I just it's wanted like to complain a... about his origin. He had bad skin, so that that's fine then. Let him do what he's doing. It's oh, not out of hand at all. The whole tense fuck, like... I know, I but like, are you really trying to make this excuse thing, right now? Jason they... and Freddy have gold origin stories. He's like, oh, his skin was a little itchy as a boy. Um... Fuck Freddy off. has a good it's origin story. Freddy's mum was a nun and she got raped by everyone in the mental ward. No, I like the other one where he's wow. here he got set fire for being a pedophile. Um, and then he's like, How dare you? No, but it's kind of the thing of when they're at the barbecue later and Henrietta is with the baby and the sheriff's with her, like it kinda looks like them two are real close, like it's just the the freaks in the town are friends. Yeah, they're all yeah. they're all buds. I like that because again, that's the me. isolation. Like you're fucked every turn you go because they're all in on it. Even though it was the same company like made these movies, but the Friday the Thirteenth reboot, I like the part when the guy's looking for his sister and he goes to a house and the chicks kind of just like implies like, yeah, Jason's here. Fuck off. Like this is yeah. his place. Like acceptance. Yeah. I kind of mm-hmm. like that thing because I like when it. Even though it's in every horror movie, when it really gets implied that you're you aren't gonna survive, yeah, 
There's yeah, no help. We're just not safe. Yeah, no matter where you go, you're fucked. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. Again, I'll brush by most of the plot and stuff here because it's slasher doing slasher things. Um. I like the restraint shown when Morgan dies. I, again, like the gore is turned so down in this, and I like it better for it. Mm. Um. Torture porn can be a bit boring they, sometimes. Like in the Saw movies, like it's it's the same shit every I time. I believe there is a but, part of this movie that has more of it. Like, probably, like he gets hung up on the chandelier, and he's just a fucking pinata for a chainsaw. Like there, there's a there's a big open for as much gore as you could stomach. Yeah, I'm pretty there. sure there's another version. Mm. I like the one I got then because it's it's so subtle. Yeah, bit. but that's that's the one you've seen at the movies. So like the original, Leatherface falls and cuts his leg a bit, as he do. But our final girl gets to the road to flag down a car, and the movie takes a turn when the car don't stop. Yeah. Because would yeah, you? Again, blood-covered screaming woman. I always took that as again it's a local. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Oh, it's just like that boy's there. The toys are out again. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that Leatherface boy would keep his toys inside. I'm gonna damage my car. Um, his grandma gonna be so mad. I just washed this car. She's stuck and banging on it. And... It's got teeth and hair mashed onto it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah instead, she in. runs across the road and goes to the slaughterhouse. In the original, it was a topic of discussion and a metaphor. But this time it's brought to the stage in a literal sense. And from this point forward, I really enjoyed the movie. Like, that's when I'm like, alright, I'm happy now. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way Erin tricks Leatherface and hacks his arm off, that was good. Followed by her completing the cycle and becoming the frazzled hitchhiker. Like at the start of the film. Yeah, Yeah. saying the exact same thing. Much like the found footage being the ending and the beginning, this also does the same thing. Yeah. Um, But she doesn't kill herself. Uh, She fucks shit up pretty good. She she gets taken back. She steals that baby. Yeah, she did. Yep, she hotwires the cop car. It's funny because I was like, steal the sheriff's car for fuck's sake, dude. But because uh, he's I, an asshole and take his car. But then the twist she was doing that, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, like if you, um, yeah, I won't say a dumb fuck, but if you don't know kind of movies and horror movies that well, like the whole thing of. She's in the truck and the sheriff's coming. Yeah, the fake setup. It, it's kind of. I liked how they did it. Yeah, they're they're normally pretty cliche and tropey, yeah. but this one got me good. I was of like, "What are you doing, th- idiot? Get out of that truck!" The whole and then thing she's like, "She drives away." I'm like, "Yeah," and then she runs over the sheriff. One of the twice, main, three times. Three times. Three times. Main characters getting ran over towards the end is good. <laughs> Scary like, movie. I like when no, like the fucking original. Yeah, I know. He, like he got hit by the truck like so that. slowly. Um, I think a truck will Yeah, and then we get to the ending, I remember. We return to the found footage from the start of the police investigating the basement of the house. When I was watching it, I was clearly lost as fuck because in my head, I'm like, that sheriff was wearing that sheriff's outfit. So in my head, I'm like, well, after they killed him, do you think, like, the dad or whatever no, the fuck? In the yeah, I know. <laughs> my time was all backwards. Oh, no. Yeah, I think, yeah, um, at any rate, the real sheriff wasn't the one we dealt with in this movie <laughs> pretty obvious um then the real one just missed all of it and then he gets killed and you get a blurry figure of Thomas Hewitt and like even like footage yeah. of like of when a policeman dies and they're like yeah the two people there died yeah him and the guy and with they the never camera. found Leatherface. That'd be fucked up. So He's got one arm and shit that, that would almost be a sick creepypasta right um, there, one thing I really like I do like this remake but one thing that breaks my balls about it even though 
it could make sense, but they don't talk about it. Mm. So they go to the slaughterhouse, and the it's obviously in production because there's meat in the cold room and there's pigs in. Yeah, cages. it's working. The Ew, plot right. In, <laughs> the plot in the beginning of Leatherface's first kill is he works there, and the place has gone bankrupt, and they're kind of like, "There's no more work. Leave you big fucking." idiot get out get out of here boy and then he kills the boss for like making him feel bad yeah yeah so like the plot of the first one is they work at the slaughterhouse and it shuts down and mm. that's one of the reasons they become cannibals is because the food from the town is kind of gone well we mainly only see the cold storage do you think that they there's, were storing cows in like the abandoned one just because for the fuck of it but there's like still like animals and shit in there like still shit works yeah and stuff like it's just kind of even though they hadn't made it yet like they could have at least maybe they got back in something in for like people that mm. are really into it to imply that that yeah someone's taken it over yeah I like the idea of it being back in business and they come in the next day there's an arm lying in the locker room they're like uh. did you leave that there well, well, that's got to be like a biohazard scenario when there's no. a bunch of random blood mixed in with your meat eat it well maybe eat um, it do you have any final thoughts or hot takes before we go to the uh, homework here? Which is the better film? Both have things. Yeah, they, they, they really do. But as far this as remakes this... go in 2003... Yeah, I was going to say, this is, is definitely there. the closest match out of all the ones we've covered. I, I realised today we could have done Child's Play, but I was so mad about the reboot that I must have mentally blocked so it because like, I just forgot like, it existed. Like... The Nightmare on Elm Street reboot's not good. Mm-hmm. I only have nostalgia because that was one of the first horror movies I watched. And I like that he wasn't actually a pedophile in that one. It was just like that weird... Um, no, that one is a pedophile and normally he's a killer. Yeah, but it's implied that the kids were lying about it. And that's why no, he's getting revenge. What am I thinking of? Don't even worry about it. No, he's like really into it. Um, oh yeah, you're right, because it turned out he was. One. they were right all along. Yeah. The Friday the 13th one's not regarded as being very good, but I really like it. Um, as we've talked about in, I think it was the first one of these we did, I really liked Rob Zombie's Halloween. Mm-hmm. But this one I liked as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I, this one made a surprising amount of money too. I think it made like 90 million or something. Okay. Um... Trey, you have your own personal homework question here because I wondered, and you're probably the expert. Which is the best Texas Chainsaw? Like out of every movie? Or yeah, which, yeah, which brand? is yeah, which is your fam, which is your favorite Texas chum dog millionaire? Originals great. <laughs> I hate all the other original movies mm-hmm. like two, three. A lot of those uh, straight to DVD was pretty. Yeah, bad. Um, mm-hmm. I like this one. I like the beginning if you want, if you like that sort of shit, like origin stuff. Mm. And it's good for gore because, like I said, there's scenes of like actually him skinning someone's forearm and stuff and not. Yeah, they done well. It. Texas Chainsaw 3D is not that great, but it's a cool take on it. And that latest one, Leatherface, I enjoyed it at the time, but it's garbage. Okay. Oh. So. These two today, I think, are the best. Next gen? 
No, all right. that's one of the originals. <laughs> all right, and uh, but it depends what you want. If you want like a, a modern movie that holds up that isn't that bad, I'd watch this. If you want like the absolute classic, I'd watch the other. Yeah, um, I, I don't know how true this is, and I can't find where I read it early today. Yeah, but I'm ninety percent sure I read a thing that the original movie like is so iconic. There's a copy of the VHS in the New York Museum of Modern Art. Maybe. Or some shit like I that. S- I read a big thing about a distribution house being like a mob front and they had to like, it got like shut down and they good. some other company had to buy it after the fact and stuff is weird. Oh, no. um, got two good movies in my opinion, depending on what you want that at the time. Yeah. But a lot of the other ones I wouldn't watch unless I was really keen on my leather face. Right. I struggled to think of a good homework question tonight. So, ladies and future boys. Mine was going to be whose skin would you wear, but I thought... That is exactly the fucking... If you were to wear a skin, who? That's literally what I had, because I couldn't think of anything else. Mm. The Michelin Man. Ugh, it'd be a robbery, but not... It'd be like Uh lumpy robbery. Yeah, what's his name from Ghostbusters? Don't worry. Slimer. Marshmallow Man. Stay puffed. I'd wear him. I'd wear Kaya. I'd wear her inside out, though, because she has nice soft skin. And I want to feel it on the whole body. Don't look at me like... Don't even. Do you need to come over for her? Okay. Don't nod at her. You stay there. (laughs) Whose skin would you wear, buddy? I'm just myself. Inside out or normal? No, no, just oh. wear this. Boring. No, I would wear Meg. S- <laughs> I, I'm good like this. Thanks, bud. Well, Meg thinks I'm changing mine. I'm going to wear the skin of a grizzly bear so I can join Mythbusters to see if that bear chick from Disenchantment is accurate. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Ooh. That's a good one. Right, I'm having a Google. Um, Whose skin would you wear? Marvel's because of dip. Dennis Quaid. Leatherfaces. Leatherfaces, yeah, okay. That way you get like five or six outfits. Yeah. I'm going to wear Lindsay Lohan and I'm going to fix her career. Ooh. <laughs> wouldn't be hard. Oh. Yeah, I could do literally anything and it'd be an improvement. Meg, who you got? Meg told me she'd wear Dwayne The Rock Johnson and she'd <gasps> be in all the movies. Yeah. Well, Conan O'Brien to get that Conan hair. O'Brien. He'd have big hair. Yeah, and it's yours. She's just wearing the hair. Like a, a beanie. Okay, that's so pretty, yeah. I guess. Alright, alright. Wow. Wow. I've never thought of trying to think of whose skin I'd wear. Yeah, it's kind of a good homework question, no, but it's bad. There's yeah. other answers, but for like legal reasons and sounding <laughs> creepy, you can't say them. That's right, everybody. We did it. <laughs> we good. Can we undo it? No. Can we handle it? It's out of the bag now, sir. So. Oh. Where's your snappy finale? Ladies and future boys, um, Texas. I've been David Paul. I've been joined by White Collar. I've been joined by Megan Chickatilla. I've been joined by producer Casting. No, did you say text us or Texas? Texas. That's where the movie happened. Do you know what would have been? Shit. It was filmed somewhere else. If, like, right at the end, like, near the end of one of the leather faces, there was this chainsaw and he's standing in front of, like, the sign says, Welcome to Texas, and 
Just says one of them. Like his wife's it just starts playing dead. Fortunate Son by Greens Clearwater. No, everything's <laughs> bigger in Texas. Yeah. There's more Pantera concept in Texas. Oh, okay. They wrote the song for when the Dallas Stars start a fight. <laughs> um, Good he on. walks down the street to walk. Fucking cat. No, Texas is cool. That's what I'm saying. I reckon there's many states that you could have chosen that would have been creepier because we live on the other side of the world, but when I hear Texas, I just think of, like, guns, heaps of fucking cool dudes eating good barbecue. Yeah. But there's other states that I'd be like, oh, yeah, there'd be some... Wyoming! That... Disgusting. No comment. <laughs> Arkansas. Yeah. Why are you not Arkansas? Shark and Saw, Women's Prison Massacre. That's what we're covering tomorrow. Why not? But cool. All right, everybody. Uh, yep. Be good. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye. Um, Bye. Have- <coughs>